Hey guys, my name is John Freeze, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from anger, judgment, and a lot of control, and evidently a little bit of procrastination on getting up here. Hey, hey guys. So I remember it being a, uh, a bright, really sunny day, and I was in my 20s, and I was over at my dad's house, and we're in the backyard getting ready to wash the cars like we always did. And I had this bright orange cutlass. I mean, University of Tennessee orange. It was bright. And that is back when they made cars, right? They were steel, no plastic, big heavy doors, frameless windows, electric everything, white plush leather interior. Man, it was immaculate. And I remember uh, it was kind of a windy day and I opened the door to vacuum and the wind kind of caught that big door and swung it open. Now, my problem was that my dad's Plymouth Fury door was already open. And so the noise of my car door hitting his, I mean, it jolted me, right? And I just kind of welled up. And I grabbed the window, and I just felt the anger. And I just slammed it shut. And when I went to slam it, the window exploded in my hand. Crystallized glass goes everywhere. Look down, my left hand is bleeding. And I kind of glanced over to my dad and he was just staring at me. He had this look of bewilderment. And I remember to this day what he said to me and it was in a very soft and kind of sad voice. He, just, he was just staring at me, he goes, man, why are you so angry? I had no idea. I couldn't answer him. All I know is that I could feel the anger inside me. I just didn't know where it was coming from. So let me back this up a little bit. I was raised Catholic. We had four siblings, all four years apart, like a good Catholic family. And I was the youngest. I was the baby. And it was drilled into me really early by my older siblings that because I was the youngest, I was the golden child, and I could get away with anything. And I began to believe that. And I believed that my parents were simply just too tired after 16 years of fighting my brothers and my sister. They had nothing left for me. And so I did get away with everything. But um, I developed, um, I just started believing that, all right? And then I started believing that Everybody was too tired to battle me. And so I just kind of just battled myself. Um, I developed a quick temper. I seemed to be able to go zero to 60, boom, just like that. And my life seemed to be just a perpetual life of being grounded by my parents. And I'd hang around all week long waiting for the sentence to end so that I could roam free again. So early on, I feared God, and I feared his punishment for me. I didn't see God as a kind and loving God. I saw him as someone that just wanted me um, to follow the rules. What I didn't understand back then is that really all he wanted from me was a personal relationship. I didn't get that. As I grew older, my anger followed me. And when things didn't go my way, my anger often 
left holes in walls. Uh, anything in my hand was thrown across the room. I had broken tennis rackets, snapped golf clubs in half. In fact, I remember finishing several rounds of golf, going into the 19th hole, and the joke was already started of someone trying to make up some morbid reasoning for my anger. While I knew a lot about God, my lack of a relationship with him led me into what I call my rebel years, all right? So my teenage years were filled with me being disobedient, lying to my parents, not letting them know where I was. My 20s and 30s, um, I was impatient with people, really judgmental, uh, ready to hand out verdicts toward anybody that went against me or anything that went against me. I'm going to go ahead and just fast forward to the good part now, because in my 40s, I met my wife, Robin, and we had a beautiful child, Ryan, and we both at that point felt compelled that we wanted to go find a church that we could go to as a family. Now, I'll give credit where credit is due, because uh, due to my wife's persistence and determination, she's the one that found uh, Watermark for us, so thank you for doing that much. Um, and it may be easy for you to think that, okay, you're a member of a church now, um, so your, your problems kind of just went away, right? Um, I would quickly find out while the uh, people of God are good in a membership and they help you with your relationship with God, that that will never bring you freedom from your struggle, all right? Freedom is only found when you develop a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. So don't think at one moment, just because I was a Watermark member, that my anger, my judgment, and my pride suddenly just, poof, went away. It was still very present. Now, as an older dad, with control being a core issue, it was very hard for me to get my way when raising a son, especially when my son was an only child and he'd also been used to getting his way like all the time, all right? So what I noticed, um, I started noticing a lot of familiar traits in him. Uh, Quick-tempered reactions, always blaming people for things going on that were wrong in his life. And that didn't really make me feel like a very good father. Um, I was filled with a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, that I was molding my son into the person that I was growing up. I mean, after all, he watched me. He was, just wa he was just modeling what I'd shown him for all those years. And so I wanted to fix it, and I wanted to fix it right now, right? I wanted to control the situation. And so that looked like punishing him, winning our arguments simply by being the louder guy, I would stand up and assert the fearful dad pose. Everyone that's a dad, you know what I'm talking about. Don't, don't kid yourself. And I'd have that drop of the mic moment for my exit. My son feared me just like I feared God uh, in my childhood. He looked at me as a father who just wanted him to follow rules instead of a kind and loving father. Now, being at Watermark taught me um, what it was like to look like a godly dad um, 
but I knew I wasn't handling the situations very well. And uh, typically, when I'd walk out of his room, I was quickly admonished by my very loving wife and told to go back into the room and fix what I broke. <coughs> Excuse me. And so I, I often did. I'd cool down and go back in there, and I'd uh, just tell my son, Ryan, I said, I'm sorry, man. I have not shown you how to handle this situation very well as a leader of a family. Will you forgive me? However, I had a really bad habit of not shutting up at that point. And I'd add one more sentence, and that sentence always started with the word but. Right? And it looked like, but, if you just do your homework when we told you to, we wouldn't be here at midnight. Or but, if you just go to bed on time, you wouldn't be exhausted in the morning. Or but, if you just respect your mom, none of this would happen. You see, I wasn't asking for forgiveness. I was just trying to justify my anger. I was deflecting the blame back on someone else. And I remember one evening, he told me he wasn't going to forgive me. He told me, you go to bed unforgiven. You tell me how that feels to go to bed unforgiven. <sighs> that's when I know I needed the help. You see, my sin was labeled as something that's acceptable. It's not that bad, right? But I could see the damage that I was doing in really personal relationships. I've been a member at Watermark for over seven years, and I tried simply to fix the anger myself. Who am I kidding? I've been trying to fix my anger since I was a teenager. All right? And I knew it just wasn't working for me. I remember simply feeling tired of failing all the time, simply being tired of being tired. So I decided to attend regeneration. I quickly... Uh, learned that my anger was rooted in not trusting God with my life or my life decisions. I was always afraid of uh, facing my weakness, my pride, letting go of control of my life. It was hard to me to admit it was okay to be... It was okay to be... See, I can't seem to say the word. It was okay to be wrong. And, it's, and, and once I started doing that, I realized that people weren't really against me. They just had a different opinion. And that if I could accept the fact that maybe I was wrong, yeah, I got that one out that time, uh, it would start leading to peaceful resolutions and disagreements, a lot of less judging of others. Step one in this program is to admit that I am powerless against my sin. And that was really hard for me to accept but it was the start of true healing. So my life has done a, a 180. When things don't go my way, I lean and rest in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you, give you hope, plans not to harm you, not to ground you, not to punish you, but to give you hope and a purpose in life. That slowed down my need for control. It allowed me to be wrong and rest in Christ, and it was okay to let go. The book of James, uh, chapter 1, 19 and 20 says, Know this, my brothers, let everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. 
for the anger of a man does not produce the righteousness of God. Look, my goal was not to change my behavior, but to produce righteousness. And that can only be done one way, in having a personal, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, along the way, learning that justice and judgment should be left to the Lord, not me, that was really the hard thing for me to, to figure out. I learned to pray to God in, in, uh, to work in the lives of those who had done me wrong, um, and probably more important, to help me change my heart toward them. Uh, I try and leave all judgment and consequences to God now. He is a God that's not only uh, gracious, uh, but just, and he can be fully both, and I can trust him. Now, you're probably wondering about my son and I. We still have our moments, uh, but they're fewer and farther apart. I still can go from zero to 60, just like that. But Regen has taught me how to see the triggers before they get out of hand. And if I do slip up, the steps have taught me how to confess quickly, repent, and get back on the horse. God reminds me through prayer that resides in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. When you do that, he will set your path straight. So I've taken this newfound trust in God, and God's allowed me to use it here in regeneration. And I serve with the first-time guest, and so if you're a first-time guest tonight, welcome. Uh, you will be met tonight with love and kindness, not judgment. And James and uh, Amy and Shoni and Rave are going to tell you a little bit about their story of God loving and redeeming their life and that he wants the exact same thing for you. He has that desire for you. So stay tonight. Just be willing, experience his forgiveness, his love, and his redemption. And you see t-shirts around here tonight that say, your life will never be the same. My name is John Fries. I have a new life in Christ. I'm recovering from anger, judgment, and control, and I owe it all to my Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for letting me share my story tonight.